Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Continuing on this Memorial Day weekend with our series of programs, kind of examining uh, on and off throughout this year of mercy here, the works of mercy. And this is an excellent opportunity to talk about um, what is really um, the largest majority of the works of mercy have to deal with um, the grieving and the dying and the deceased. And it gives us an excellent opportunity, especially on Memorial Day weekend when there's so many things going on there, to talk once again about our Catholic cemeteries. And joining us is our director, Carmen Kaleo. Carm, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Greg. Uh, yeah, so uh, Memorial Day, always a busy time at our uh, at our cemeteries. And we'll talk about some of the things you got going on uh, dur- during uh, Memorial Day weekend here as, as we progress. But, you know, I mentioned the works of mercy and, and this is something that, uh, you know, I always bring up um, to folks because we always think about, you know, feeding the poor and praying for people and instructing this, you know, admonishing the sinner, all those things. But when you read the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Of course, you have pray for the living and the dead, you have bury the dead, and you have comfort the afflicted. And so it's really three of the you know, primary works of mercy that you are directly involved with in our Catholic cemeteries. No, you're right, Greg. Uh, it, you know, people, obviously, when they think of our cemeteries, they think of the obvious uh, in terms of uh, burying the dead, but everything we do at our cemeteries are for the living and those families that have been left behind and and some of them going through a very, very difficult time. And, you know, it's it's fitting that, that Pope Francis has designated this year as the year of mercy uh, because, you know, we on a daily basis uh, are, are doing very much, you know, uh, great homage to to uh, that corporate work of mercy of burying the dead, and our families especially are comforted, uh, knowing when they come to our cemeteries that they're they're used to receiving you know compassionate care, and everything we do with all of our programs that we have is geared toward those families, whether it be our our masses, whether it be our monthly masses or our special masses, uh, especially at Memorial Day t- uh, weekend time, but. Uh, just even the bereavement programs that we've been able to develop over the last several years and have truly reached uh, a lot of families and have really uh, helped many, many people. So it's it's fitting that, that we, we get to kind of show off a little bit uh, what we've been doing on a daily basis that now it's that hopefully other people are going to be, you know, if they haven't already realized, are coming to see much more what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about Memorial Day and and so the, so the folks know what's going on. First of all, you always have a series of masses this weekend every year for uh, you know for our veterans, their families. They can come, and uh, for those who have been uh, you know who uh, who have passed on. Um, and and as you mentioned, it's really one of the the kind of. Uh, um, highlights of the year, I think, for our Catholic cemeteries. I mean, you know, people really enjoy those masses. You know, between, you know, the two dates that that really bring the most people to our cemeteries are our, uh, our Mother's Day and Memorial Day. Yeah. And uh, we do have masses at, at each of our locations throughout the weekend, uh, most of them, four of them taking place on Saturday, uh, this Saturday, the 28th. And uh, with masses at Gate of Heaven Cemetery in Lewiston, Mount Olivet Cemetery in Kenmore, Holy Cross, 
in Lackawanna and Holy Sepulchre Cemetery in Cheektowaga. And then uh, two others on Monday, right on Memorial Day, uh, which is Queen of Heaven Cemetery in the town of Lackport and St. Adalbert Cemetery in Lancaster. And those, you know, uh, most of them are, out, are, are held outdoor, outdoors, so uh, sometimes weather can be a factor. I mean, we do have a backup plan uh, if, if the <laughs> yes, weather doesn't cooperate. Right. But, uh, it is Western New York. Yeah, when the weather is really nice, uh, we really do get some great crowds, and people are very, I, I think, very happy to be there and, and to take part in a in a very, uh, very you know, wonderful mass and ceremony, and not only to honor those that are buried in our cemeteries, but also to those that uh, gave, they, you know, gave the ultimate sacrifice uh, for our country. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And uh, folks can visit buffalocatholiccemeteries.org for all the information, really about everything that we're talking about on the program today. Uh, Carmen Kaleo is director of cemeteries for the Diocese of Buffalo. And... I, I, now, you have an interesting thing this year um, and uh, that's going to be happening at the cemeteries on uh, Memorial on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, some folks may have visited, like you say, Mother's Day is a uh, you know, busy day for you guys. Um, saw a great picture, and I didn't get out to any of the, any of the cemeteries uh, this year, but um, the, uh, the nice boards that you had up. For, for people to kind of – another way to kind of share memories and memorialize. Tell us a little bit about that because you're going to be doing it again, right? Most definitely. Uh, we started uh, this uh, – I'm going to guess this is our fourth year uh, doing this and uh, a, good friend of my, a good friend of mine, my counterpart in the uh, Archdiocese of Newark, New Jersey, uh, had been doing this program for several years and when I saw it, I really, really loved it and basically – um, for Mother's Day and Father's Day, uh, we put out what, what amounts to really a large board that, that, that's almost like a Mother's Day and a Father's Day card. And uh, we, we invite our families to be able to put a, a little spiritual or a loving reflection that they remember from mom and dad that they can put on there. And usually by the time the, the period is done, uh, with Mother's Day and Father's Day, that board, which is which is pretty large, I don't really have the the exact dimensions, but by the time it's done, it's there's not a space to be had, and to really see some of the really wonderful things uh, that that people put on there, because uh, obviously their moms and dads were a very important part of their lives, and it's really it's just again it's just all part of the the healing process and the remembering process and you know we've all been taught as catholics that someday we'll be reunited again and i would like to think that when they come to our cemeteries they feel that much closer to their to their loved ones and uh, so it's it's really turned out to be a wonderful tribute and we also extended it and have extended it for memorial day uh, and and that bo- those boards are again uh, out on our cemetery grounds and families have an opportunity to again uh, reflect on and a loved one that that perhaps uh, who served in the military in some capacity who is no longer with us. And again, those tributes are, are wonderful tributes as well. Well, that points to you know one of the the works that maybe people aren't as familiar with in terms of the the great work you do with the grieving and bereavement and 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 all of those areas. You know, there's no timetable on. It's not like we have a stopwatch like I've got in front of me keeping track of the time of the this program here. You know, you can't just shut that off, right? You you never know um, how that grief is going to stay with you and, and how long people are going to kind of carry that, you know, that kind of sadness along with them. And, you know, I, I would think that things like these – 
boards are a big help for folks, right? Because you come and you see the um, you know, you see the the markers or the stones or, or whatever it might be in our cemeteries, and for some people that's a great you know that adds a great memory. For others, though, I, I think it's kind of a sad thing for them. Some people have more trouble with that. You know, you know, when you talk about about grief, and uh, Nancy Weil is our director of of grief support, and she's done a wonderful job for us, and she's been on this program. Uh, before, but you know, if there's one thing I've learned from from talking to her and actually just experiencing it myself, watching people, you know, you kind of alluded to that earlier in your in your comments. There is no timetable for grief. And, you know, sometimes people uh, may come out right from the very beginning, uh, you know, on the death of a loved one. But other times it may take a while. And, and you know what? And sometimes people think that they're alone in, in this grieving and that there isn't – that maybe they're the only ones going through this. And I think – not I think. I know when they come to our cemeteries, not only from seeing these boards and looking at those wonderful tributes, but again, just, just going around and, and, and now learning what we're doing with our masses and the programs that we have to offer – they know that they're not alone and, and actually they can take comfort in knowing that there is help out there. But there are other people, you know, that, that a lot of times in these programs now that they're actually able to interact with. And there have been many cases in the programs that we're doing here that, that friendships have been formed and, and bonds have been, de- have been developed and, you know, things, you know, go forward now and they're actually, you know, it's a slow process but able to be able to get on with their life again. It's, it's a wonderful thing to see, uh, you know, because I've seen it so much where, where they, they're not doing this alone and now they do have somebody to share this with. Yeah, I, and you never know, right, what's, I guess, um, What's what's going to kind of trigger that off? What's going to what's going to kind of bring in those uh, you know memories, good and bad, you know, sad and and happy. Uh, you know, I would think Memorial Day that can be a uh, that's got to be a tough time, especially if you had maybe a husband or a you know a sibling or someone really close to you um, who was you know who as you say made that ultimate sacrifice for. Our country. Who was who was killed in in service uh, in, in the military? And there's so many reminders at this time, right? Because everybody's doing a tribute and whatever else. And I would think sometimes, you know, that um, again, it probably brings up some some things that you know maybe people thought they were over it. You know, maybe they right. thought that the sadness was. Behind them, and you do offer resources if you know they decide. Yeah, I'd really like to talk to somebody about this. You know, and this has been something too that people sometimes have this this picture in their mind of of maybe when they hear, okay, there's a grief support group, and and, and they're thinking that, well, I don't know if I really want to do that and sit in front of other people and talk about yeah. what I'm going through. And and a lot of what we do is not like that. So it's not it's not that maybe stereotypical type description of maybe where they think they're sitting there and everybody needs to discuss that in yeah, a way like that you everybody see on TV exactly you know, just, so yeah. this is right. so much different and an opportunity that we can blend in prayer and music and and really make this a meaningful experience and and that in itself then elicits responses and brings things out in in these people that makes it easier for them to begin to talk about it well well it's got to be interesting I'm, I'm thinking to back to um, Mother's Day's Mother's Day now because it's all fresh in our minds still here in the in this month of May and you know we've all only got one mother you know and 
you know, sometimes you think you're the only one that's going through this, that you're the only one that's ever felt this way. I would think when they come to like the, the Mother's Day Mass and they they can see, oh, man, this is, you know, we, we're all sharing this kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, you know what? It's funny because we, 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 we've been talking about this. We don't actually have a Mother's Day Mass, but it's something that we've talked about doing. And because, because you know, you're right. We only have one mom. We all, we all remember, you know, things that, that only, you know, no matter what you did, you know, mom's always going to be yeah, there and, you know, and love you. Sure. And that's yeah. the person you always went to. And I think that's something we really want to, you know, we begin talking about that because, you know, we do have monthly masses and we have our special masses yeah. around the holidays. But I think this is something, you know, we began it with the Mother's Day card. And uh, I think it would be a perfect uh, opportunity for us to then delve into a, a special mass for mom as well. Karma Kaleo is our director of cemeteries for the Diocese of Buffalo. And uh, we are talking on this Memorial Day about uh, the, the services that are going on this weekend at our Catholic cemeteries. You can go to buffalocatholiccemeteries.org for all the information about that. And we're also going to talk more about the great works of mercy in this year of mercy that are taking place each and every day at our cemeteries when we come back here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Father Duke Zajac. I work as the chaplain at Sisters Hospital, and I know that people are always looking for some good news. And a Catholic communication campaign helps spread good news on a daily basis through televised masses and other programs at Daybreak TV, through the Western New York Catholic newspaper and website, through radio programs and podcasts. I've seen their tremendous work firsthand. And I encourage you to be generous, June 11th and 12th. The Catholic Communication Campaign really is how good news gets around. I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for being with us here on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. Joining me on this Memorial Day weekend is Carmen Kaleo, Director of Cemeteries for the Diocese. Uh, You want to refresh everybody's memory about the different masses going on this weekend? Yeah, this weekend, again, uh, on Saturday the 28th, uh, we have the four masses taking place at Mount Olivet in, in Kenmore, Holy Cross in Lackawanna, Holy Sepulcher in Cheektowaga, and Gate of Heaven up in Lewiston. Those masses begin at 10 a.m. And on Monday uh, the 30th, uh, two masses taking place again at 10 o'clock a.m., one at Queen of Heaven Cemetery in the town of Lockport and St. Adalbert Cemetery in Lancaster. And, uh, you know, so if you're uh, one of the early uh, downloaders of the podcast every week, and I know that uh, some of you are, there still might be time if you'd like to attend one of those uh, uh, one of those masses in your area. And uh, is it a, I, I'm assuming it's a conscious decision to kind of stay away from the Memorial Day holiday when there are like parades and things like that going on, right, for yeah, the, the masses on Saturday. In fact, we used to do all of them on Saturday, but as we began to expand, uh, and you know, in the last few years, we we uh, uh, took on the responsibility for Saint Albert Cemetery right. in particular, and Queen of Heaven Cemetery in Lockport, which uh, we've just most recently developed. Uh, you know, uh, our grounds there within the last 10 years or so. So it became very difficult for us to, to hold them all on a Saturday yeah. because we tried to stay away from the Monday. Uh, but hopefully, you know, with the masses at 10 o'clock and, and done in about 40 minutes, um, we, we hope that we're not interrupting too many uh, activities or parades yeah. that, that may be taking place on those days. Now, um, I want to talk about another aspect of what you do. You also recently had uh, open houses this spring at uh, at some of the the various cemeteries, and um, I'm sure people don't think of it this way. But 
I see that also as kind of a valuable work of mercy because one of the things we always talk about when you're on here, Carmen, is that, you know, probably one of the downsides to your business is you often deal with people at one of the lowest points of their life. And you try to emphasize, uh, you know, we do it every time you're on to talk about pre-planning and how to kind of, you know, make those decisions ahead of time. So, so to make that time easier when it eventually and inevitably happens, because it's all going to happen to all of us. It's going to happen to, you know, everyone that, uh, that we love and the people in our lives. And, um, you know, the open houses are a real opportunity for, for folks to kind of get the ball rolling, right? Uh, definitely, Greg. In fact, uh, this is the uh, again. I think the fourth year that we've been offering. Uh, we do an open house uh, in the spring and in the fall. And uh, uh, for us this year, we had three successive Saturdays in April: the sixteenth, the twenty-third, and the thirtieth at three different locations. Uh, but it does, you know, uh, we we all too often we do see families uh, perhaps who haven't made a decision, uh, who have not pre-planned and. Uh, when they're obviously when they're in at the cemetery and they're going through this very difficult thing, it's it's very difficult to to try to go through and 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 explain options. The, you know the options that we have for them, whether it be ground burial or mausoleum or uh, any of our cremation uh, offerings. But you know it, it's very difficult because you know they're they're not and very understandably not listening or hearing everything sure. we're saying. Sure. So we try to, you know, to we, we thought this would be an excellent opportunity. And when we hold these open houses now, they're six hours. They're from nine in the morning till two in the afternoon. And we invite people to come in just so they can sit down just like you and I here and in an, in an atmosphere now where we can lay out all of the options for them. Uh, at this point in time when they're doing this on a pre-need basis, you know, we can make it very affordable for them because we do have – you know, a program, an interest-free program, giving families up to 60 months, uh, you know, to, to uh, pay for this. So it, it's it's an opportunity for us to educate them because people are surprised when, when they come in to see exactly all of the options that yeah. we do have. And we continue to expand those as cremation continues to gain in popularity. We're trying to offer them many more uh, options when it comes to cremation burial in addition to, you know, our traditional ground burial and mausoleum program that we've had for a long, long time. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity for them to sit down and really get educated and learn. And uh, it's been very – actually, this past April, it was, uh, it was very, very busy. And each of those open houses that we held, uh, the first one was at Mount Olivet on the 16th and the following Saturday was at uh, Holy Cross in Lackawanna. And the last one was on the 30th of April at St. Adalbert. And they were all very well attended. People had great questions. And uh, a lot of folks uh, made decisions that they were very happy that they that they came in for. Yeah, I you know, um, and that's one of the things I think that you just kind of never think about. You're going to have to make this decision at at some point. I would think – Especially like at the open houses, when people see and and then they decide, oh yeah, that's exactly what I want. You know that you know, this would this is great. Yeah, this is this is what I should plan on doing. It's got to be a big 
relief for folks, right, in a lot of ways. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm pers- myself, my wife and I, we've already taken care of uh, our arrangements. And uh, because I don't want to leave that, I've got two children, two grown children, uh, that I really don't want them to have to worry about or concerned about perhaps what we would have wanted. And just to be able to take care of all of that, uh, you know, obviously when the time comes, they'll, they'll still obviously be going through a difficult time, but obviously those are decisions they won't have to make. Right. And, uh, you know, but it's, um, you know, we had a little bit of a teaser to get people in. We were offering a 10% discount uh, for coming to the open house if you were to purchase, uh, your, you know, your burial space. And uh, sometimes it just takes a little bit of something like that. A lot of times, you know, I mean, we're doing programs like this or, we, we you know, we do have, uh, you know, advertisements on the radio sure. and, and, and things. And it could be a number of different things that, that, that send a, a message to people that, you know what, I better take care of this. Maybe it was unfortunately, maybe it was a loss of a, of a loved one most recently that said, you know what, we need to take care of this. And because basically you're right, we, nobody really wants to talk about it. We know that it's inevitable and, and, and nobody, you know, they, they really don't want to, you know, that's the last thing perhaps that maybe they're thinking, you know, I'll take care of a lot of different things, whether it's my retirement and, and, and whatever. But this is something that falls right in line with that. And I think from a lot of the workshops we've been holding and these types of things, people are beginning to realize that and, and taking care of that sooner than later. Uh, and let's just talk for uh, just a second about, um, you know, your relationship with our churches and funeral homes in the area and and whatnot. Um, I, I would think you're an excellent resource for all of that as well in terms of helping people make those kinds of decisions in this planning time. You know, we've 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 held uh, information nights where we've gone into parishes and either have presented to. Uh, where it's been an open invitation to the entire congregation or perhaps maybe a few uh, committees within the parishes. Maybe it's the senior societies or or different uh, things like that. But we've worked in conjunction with some of the, the funeral homes and even perhaps uh, those in the um, you know, attorneys that are in, in elder law, that practice elder law, to try to make that an important information night for folks. Uh, people, you know, ask great questions and, and things, topics come up, you know, regarding Medicare and Medicaid and and uh, those things that happen. So they've been very good. And, and we have networked very well with our parishes. Um, and, and, and I've had opportunities to sit down with pastors to to talk about, you know, things that they've, you know, that, that they're hearing from families that, that help us so that, you know, between us and, and, our past, and our parishes and pastors and the funeral directors that we can help our families and, you know, make, making sure that, you know, because, you know, the, 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 the order of Christian funerals, you know, begins with the wake or the vigil at the funeral home followed by the mass or the, you know, the liturgy at the church and then final committal in the cemetery. So those are three very important parts and, and we try to, to communicate and stay in touch with one another so that in the ultimate end, we're servicing our families as best we can. Uh, we've mentioned the website a couple times, buffalocatholiccemeteries.org. In fact, if you go into your favorite search engine and put Buffalo Catholic Cemeteries, it is the first thing that comes up, so you won't have any problem finding uh, information that uh, Carmen is sharing with us today here on the program. Also, uh, you know, make sure you go into the uh, Western New York Catholic, if it's still at the house, or online, wnycatholic.org, and you can look at the uh, supplement that has a lot of good information in there about our cemeteries, right? That will be coming out in the uh, 
June issue okay. as it does every year. Great. I think we've been we started this way back in 1993. Uh, we've been doing that. It's been a great. Uh, it's it's been nice. It's a it's a 12 page uh, supplement pulled out from the uh, from the newspaper and just uh, continues to talk about some of the great things we're doing and uh, some of the newer developments that, that that are coming up, newer sections and and uh, thing and you know burial options that uh, are now available. Uh, and uh, uh, social media, right? You're on as social well? media. We've been, uh, we are, we're on Facebook. All right, so you can like us on Very Facebook. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're definitely in that. We're not we're not doing Twitter, uh, to my knowledge. I don't think we are. In fact, I know I don't. But we are on Facebook. So Probably a little more immediate than you need. Yeah, uh, I think so. You know, I don't, the, no, you're right. It, you're not exactly <laughs> a fast paced business. Exactly there, right. So which is exactly. a, which is probably one of the pluses. But uh, yeah, Facebook and uh, certainly uh, and all that's linked from the site. And uh, of course, if you uh, uh, if you do uh, go to our podcast page here at buffalodiocese.org, we'll have the link to Catholic Summit series as well. Well, Carmen, uh, thanks for being in on a, on a very busy weekend here for you in the uh, in the Catholic cemeteries for Memorial Day, and uh, we look forward to seeing the boards up there and for Father's Day as well, right, in June. Definitely, Greg. Thank you for the opportunity. Always a pleasure. And Carmen Kaleo is director of cemeteries for the Diocese of Buffalo. And, and you know, we do say, you know, um, you probably sound like a broken record, but really pre-planning is your, your best option. And you uh, it really does make a, a very difficult time easier for you to, to start thinking about these things now. And there's plenty of opportunities at our Catholic cemeteries to do that. In fact, we'll talk again in the fall about uh, the open houses that are coming up again in October. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week here. Here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.